This is Dean Blandino, NFL Rules Analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. Welcome, kings and queens, to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. You're with your host, Tyler Mickle Pickle Luke. And of course, the great one, Patrick. We've got an awesome episode for you lined up today. We've gone through all the draft, well, positional picks. Yep. The rankings for the QB1s, tight end1s, RB1s, wide receiver ones. Drafts are approaching. Yes. I oh. do not like my pick in the first. <laughs> I have the first pick, and I don't like it at the 2 3 turn. Having pick one is a tough pick this year. It's. It's sketchy, and the best picks are six through eight, in my opinion, six or nine, because you, you're right in the middle. You know, you don't have to reach on anything. You can read kind of, you know, mm-hmm. the guys ahead of you. Oh, do they have a quarterback yet? I can wait. You know. Yes, but Patrick, you'll have three players before anybody else has three. That's Dude, exciting. True. I don't, <clears throat> don't want it. And then you'll have five before everyone else has five. <laughs> I think. Want to swap picks, Pat? You'll Let's like do a trade posi- right on the show. You'll like my position a lot better. Tyler's pick three, Paz pick um, one. You too. I'm pick two. <laughs> you, know, you pick two, okay. Sure. That's why I'm trying to trade with Charles for pick three. Yeah, I know, because I, I can't give you pick two because there's just like a point zero zero one percent chance that like CEH falls to me. He won't. Which he running backs do no, you want? No, he could. He Which could. running backs are I you looking? We mocked it, man. There's really, there's really <laughs> no, no scenario. I don't think Charles lets him get by. Yeah, that's you, basically what he said. Yeah. I, I asked him if like he's... There's just no way. And Chuck said that's his tier. He's going early. In the second, too. Like, no, not in CDH. my calculator one. I mean, he's a little sketchy, man. There's well, nothing really sketchy. I like him. I want him. It really depends on uh, how <laughs> I mean, he had, the running back just at, fly off the board. After week one, he had like one goal line carry because he and he sucked the, on third all and the short. Running backs go off. I'm telling you, the two three turn, I'm staring down DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson, and David Montgomery, and I hate all of them. I don't hate J.K. Them. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins was there once, but I don't like. I don't want J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, out of that group, I'm Montgomery out of them. Over J.K. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, depending on the receiver that falls to me in the second, there's a scenario where I basically told myself you're gonna take Montgomery and just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Montgomery's not a sexy pick, but in you're gonna take Montgomery no. in the second. Yeah, so oh, I was kind of hoping he made it back to me. There, so I I was looking the other day, and some I was listening to some other. Uh, People's Jabron. takes and stuff, some jabrones. And uh, it, it is true. Like, people really dog David Montgomery for that stretch of, like, what he did at the end of the season. When you go and look at it, especially, like, per game, him and Jonathan Taylor, like, what's the difference mm-hmm. other than the fact that Montgomery doesn't have competition? I think Jonathan Taylor Well, better. Montgomery's got Damian Williams and Wintery Cohen gets back. So he does. Damian Williams is going to get some work. He's, he's a veteran, 29 years old, can catch the ball really well. I think Montgomery's going to get a hell, you know, like 20 touches, though. So, again. yeah, that's like you remember last year, too, with Montgomery, how he like before the season started, he had that horrific looking injury, he had the injury. and like almost hurt his groin. Do you remember that? Like we, people he, thought he was going to be out for the season. Then yeah, he tore something terrible. Oh, he, yeah, it was got, in preseason, uh, wasn't it? Or uh, uh, training it was camp or something. Yeah. Like, he dropped running like running around. So, oh, you yeah. know, maybe that was part of the uh, reason start. why he picked up at then. I don't yeah, know. And he was like a sixth, seventh round pick because of that. Right. And he played like week two. Like and, he wasn't even yeah. out long. And people talk about like the, the strength of schedule down the stretch, but JT's. Uh, like when JT took off, it was those final five games, and he played Houston twice. He played the Jaguars. Yeah, and it's like he played like some bad defenses. Yeah, and for what it's worth, those are all divisional. That's why I like 
uh, Montgomery yeah. again this year too because he still gets to play Detroit. What pick do you still, have, Pickle? I'm pick nine. What has it looked like in your first? I've three been rounds? getting Montgomery a lot in the third, but apparently that ain't gonna happen. No, it's not. Gonna, I, <laughs> I mean, it's but, just so a matter no, of panicking, honestly, on my part. It's been uh, Chris Carson. I've been taking Chris Carson a lot. Oh man, Kyle's gonna be bummed about that one. <laughs> yeah, I like Carson, man, but yeah, Kyle's been banking on that. Being That's his the like. hardest part, thing to convince. It's like in the two-three turn. I have to take Chris Carson. I know. Yeah, I was gonna. Three, it's like it's technically my third, but it feels like my second round right. pick. <laughs> but hey, if you start McCaffrey, Chris Carson, Keenan Allen, that's pretty good. Pretty good start. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. Well, you know what I did? What I thought of doing? So I told you guys, Chris Godwin or Mike Evans has made it to me mm-hmm. every single time. One of them in the fourth. Uh, actually, I should say, Mike Evans, uh, he's never made it to me, but he's been like the guy before me. No and I think shot in, in, in non-hell, <laughs> my dog Evans or Godwin are getting to you. Bro. That's what I'm saying. But Mike Evans has gone before Godwin, is my mm-hmm. point, in every single one. Really? Yeah. I mean, I one. think it's pretty close. Just as a reminder for the uh, kingdom this is a out Bucks there. League. Yeah, when we do talk about our home league, uh, it is a 12-man league filled with uh, 12 Bucks fans. We are the <laughs> champions. <laughs> uh, but yes, I think in non-Bucks leagues, if you have the first pick, Would you could look at one of those Bucks receivers did, uh, and a fourth. You'll get good value on Mike them. Evans and Chris Godwin uh, at the 2-3 turn. Evans and Godwin. Yes. And then that would be very dumb. You, you can't do the best friend strategy there where the two teammates wide outs. Why? At There's least that high work. price. What, I, if you, what if you got Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb four year, five years ago at the second, third round? You know. Well, how, you about, know how, about, how about this one? Just because you mentioned the, the best friend strategy. Um, through my mocks, I'm staring down. Obviously, I'm pick two. Dalvin Cook. Uh, how do you guys feel about doubling up if it was you? Uh, with, double up uh, with uh, Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. I, yeah, I don't not. hate that. Yeah, I don't hate that. They can have because I think they can have good games at the same time. I mean, you're really you're putting it all on the Vikings, man. Yeah, are they that's be, also sketch. Yeah. Are they going to be an elite offense and a quarterback or, prepared to? If supposedly the defense got better too. They got their <laughs> DNs back. <laughs> yeah, Kirk I saw. Uh, care. I saw Tyreek and Travis Kelsey get taken at the 12th pick turn. Wow, and then, wow. Yeah, that's uh, it's last year's two and three receivers. It's tough though, bro. Like, see, I even have gone. I've even like against the stacks now. Okay, so I had the best stack in football last year, and you would think it was Patrick Holmes and uh, Kelsey, but it wasn't. It was Josh Allen and Diggs. No, it was Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, quarterback one and wide receiver one of the year. And (laughs) week fifteen in the playoffs, they combined for thirty, and that. That killed my week. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it killed. It was like that's it. You know, like if your stack does not hit, they hit every week, pretty much, except that week, and that's a playoff week. They were playing the one of the worst defense, Carolina. Aaron Rodgers scores twenty three. Devonte Adams seven. Like you can just get those fluky weeks, and then it's like shit. So you got to. That's my. That's my stack. Anticipate that. <laughs> you got to sit. Got to sit. No, Adams. no one. No one in the history of football kills it for sixteen straight weeks. So if your boys killed it for like 14, 14 straight, straight, you just got to sit. You just got to be like, you know what? Punishment is coming. <laughs> the stack is a beautiful thing, though. It works great. I think um, it's better in best ball, supposedly. They, they yeah, that's talk true. talk about that a lot in best it's, ball. Uh, it's demoralizing, though, when you face a stack and they go off. Yeah, it, it is. is. like, But like like uh, you said, if you had Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs stack in the playoffs, you killed it. Um, So it just... Nothing's perfect. No, yeah, no strategy's perfect. There's so much luck in this damn mm-hmm. game. But yeah, I do <laughs> think we need to move on to news and notes before we get into division previews. Would you guys keep the number one pick if it was you? 
Yes. No. Why? Because yes. I feel like no. McCaffrey is not going to get hurt two years in a row, honestly. Yeah, it, that, that's, that's really I, my point is at the end of the day, you have the best – like there's – of you have the lowest percentage chance of your guy bust. I mean, the guy has averaged – what in his games last year it was like 26 points per game the year before that when he went ham it was almost 30 fantasy points a game mm-hmm. that Sam Darnold doesn't bonkers. scare you a little bit like it's a new thing um, well it's, it's just because like last year I mean even in in the beginning couple games it was um Teddy Bridgewater and Kyle Allen right uh, yeah two years and ago the encouraging well. thing about last year after he got hurt was they tried to make Mike Davis into a McCaffrey workhorse junior in a way so that like make like that does make me feel better, yeah. That, like, I, I understand, like, different regimes still hasn't played the full season with them, but when you're a coaching staff and it just is like, I don't know. It's just they seem like they're not going to go away. They know what they have. Like, he's and your best weapon. For what it's worth, I, I did hear that in camp, Darnold had been checking down to him a lot. I don't know what that's, you know, who knows what that's worth, but he has been checking down to him a okay, lot in camp. good, 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 good. All right, we gotta we gotta move on. No, we gotta dude, I'm, got freaking, I'm freaking out. News. Personally, I hate your pick. I would trade it as fast as I could. <laughs> we, we have two flexes, two running backs, two wide receivers. It's a lot of players, and you have to would wait actually, so long. Would yes. you actually? Yes, but I, I always is, trade out of the first pick, though. When I went, when I've gotten in several leagues, and I always trade out. McCaffrey is two players, kind of technically. He is like a running back receiver every week. Yeah. I mean, McCaffrey's awesome. He's super sick. I just Sa- hate waiting. I fantasy. hate waiting on the, the waiting edges. is excruciating. Yep. Um. All right. What if I trade McCaffrey? <coughs> what if I trade my first pick for the third pick, and I take Zeke, but then I'm two spots ahead in the. I'll you just you. have to ask, like, are the players that you're getting, like, how pissed would you be if, like, there's no way to really know. You know but. what has to happen? Seriously, I have to say my pick. I have to draft McCaffrey. The third pick needs to take who I want, Zeke, and then at their turn in the second, I need to see what's there and if they're still open to having. McCaffrey in the first, uh, we swap. There you go. That's the only way. You you, you got to be sure because if there's no Clyde, you hear that Charles? If you're listening out there, <laughs> there's no Clyde. If there's no Clyde Edwards there, there's no uh, AJ Brown didn't even make it back to me. Yeah, oh, and one of them sure. he did, and one he didn't. Well, so in one of them, going to prevent you from uh, getting getting AJ Brown in the King second. Lucy. Yeah, the Julio thing freaks me out. But in one of the drafts, I took AJ Brown, Keenan Allen at the turn. But then I took AJ Brown and Julio Jones was sitting there and went like the fifth and I was like, "Is that a bad Yeah, deal? that won't happen. Um, but all right, let's get into the news and notes. And also another thing, <laughs> DK Metcalf is going unreasonably early. Like he is like the third wide receiver taken, and that this is that this is getting to be fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean he's it's kind of he's in that crop right after what is it Adams Hill. Diggs, Hopkins. He's, he's second, going ahead of that second Hopkins. crop of like Jefferson, AJ Brown, Metcalf, even Keenan. I've seen people have like I've seen people that have ha- had that group as high as one or two on their rankings. I still see plenty of people with AJ Brown at one on their rankings. Keenan um, is high. Keenan, Keenan, and I was looking at him like there's no reason why I shouldn't have him high because right. I keep seeing the clips of him in practice, and he's really still a good route runner. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of people with DK at like three, four in their rankings. That's so people are high on him. I mean, he's going into year three. He's getting better every year. He's a freak. He's, he's a freak. All right, got to get into the news and notes so we can get these division previews. We're going to keep these news and notes hopefully under four minutes. We had two games last night. 
We d- shit, I didn't even have that planned out. Yeah, let's talk about the games. <laughs> that kind of is the news and notes, though, more or less. I mean, well, there's a couple injuries and stuff like the Elijah. We can just update injuries. No, we don't Elijah Moore's talk, out. We don't need to talk. Bro, groin. Why do you sound like you're not down with a three-hour app? We are riding today. Talk about the games, boys. Yeah, let's do it. Let's run it. Let's run it. Uh, right. Mac Jones looks confident and needs to be the starter sooner rather than later. Really? Cam. Just looks like Cam, Cam and, and I mean, what's the point anymore? Exactly. God damn it! You, <laughs> I know it's you, just one preseason game. What but. are you gaining? But realistically, what are you gaining out of Cam? And obviously, he should be slightly better than he was last year. But again, Cam truly hasn't been good at throwing the football now in like six years. And it, I like I enjoy Cam on the field. I enjoy his personality. I've always rooted for the guy. But you just took a quarterback in the first round. Exactly. What are we doing here? Play, and and play Mac me. looked very – he should have had a touchdown. He dropped the most beautiful throw probably yeah, made of any quarterback last night. Threw really? a dime right in the bucket, and the guy just misplayed it in there. Um, well, let's uh, – so it was the Patriots versus the Washington football team last night. Uh, what would you guys think of the other side of the ball then? Washington uh, – so we were watching for Gibson, wanted to see like what Gibson's role looked like. McKissick still played – Oh, yeah. Barber had a one-yard touchdown, but I did like that Gibson was getting some – I think he had two catches, just yep. kind of uh, off-script sort of plays, yeah, which he's going to get a bunch down. of. Fitz did that with Miles Gaskin last year a ton. So, you know, it, it still is not the – well, it, again, just one preseason game, but it doesn't look like, based on that, that it's the full Antonio workhorse quite yet. No, and yeah. the, the frustrating one for me was that the first series – and Antonio Gibson played a two or three series, I believe. But mm-hmm. on that first series, they got on the third and one. It was like third probably inches, honestly. And they brought in Peyton Barber for the short yardage. And Why? Got well, it's annoying. That so was now that I think of it, um, our teams today are AFC East and NFC East. So we should probably oh, just right. talk about the games then. Yeah, but oh, yeah, we sure. do. We could bring up the Steelers right now. And uh, so Steelers played the Eagles last night. And we'll, we'll get to the, the other game and yeah. the Eagles later when we talk about them. But Steelers... What you guys think? Najee, Juju, Deontay, they all played um, Claypool. Deontay had one of the nicest catches of the, of the night of the two games. He had that yeah, big 30-yard side, catch. That sideline. They oh, yeah. Seem yeah. Like that they, was a dime by Rudolph, too. Yeah, through, it was. Through two preseason games, I've actually been impressed with Rudolph. He's thrown the ball decently <laughs> Haskins well. had a good game. Yeah, I mean, Haskins, Haskins did, too. But it seems well. like their offense with the new OC Matt Canada, they want to <clears> push the ball down the field. Najee and, Harris is going to be so nice this year. Just um, remember I, that. I, I don't... I don't know. Offense is going to be good. They will be scoring points. So frust- frustratingly, Najee had two very nice runs that got called back by two by very holds. blatant holds. Oh, man, and, and that's going to happen. A that lot. will happen. Yeah. yeah, that's what the thing is. Like their O line is so bad. It's but the ultimate question of volume being king because yeah, it's, it's going to look ugly. It's, it's very Sequanus. The good oh, news yeah. is, is they should be able to move the ball better than Daniel Jones and the Giants can move the ball. I think that yeah. their receivers are so awesome that hopefully those the big plays that they get from them can maybe a little bit counteract the the shitty O line. You know, just mm-hmm. from nature of uh, Deontay making a big. They can't play stack the box. He's got to stop right. that hurdle shit too. He did it twice where he just oh, launches see. himself in the air and you're I'm, like, dude, I'm he's about a fucking preseason. Dude, I would not want to hit that guy if he's flying through the air. <laughs> dude, he's a big boy. <laughs> the white safety on the Eagles lit him up one time when just I was like, dude, stop hurdling. Um, um, without had, overreacting too much, though, uh, I think Deontay is a, like a, was, just a very safe pick. This I was year, just going to say he looked like their best offensive player. He's going to be the he's going to be out on the field every single time, like every snap. He's so is be it out, there. out of the trio? He's clearly the the one. Yeah. So it's so. him, Claypool, and two wideout sets, and then Juju comes in. Juju is literally just playing uh, the slot. So yeah, he hasn't. He just yeah, looks I mean, like he's getting chump catches. 
Yeah, Juju is tough. I, I never draft Juju just because the ceiling doesn't – there's no ceiling. Yeah, you can't much. touch him. He's going to suck. Through two games now, the people they've gone downfield to are Claypool and Deontay, and it looks like they're designing some plays. You know, they tried to run that reverse with Claypool, which they did do quite mm-hmm. a bit last year with him. Yep. Um, I love Deontay, man. That was one of my guys last year. But, yeah, Deontay clear-cut, I think, wide receiver one for that team. Where does um, he? Where is he going in the draft? So he was. Luke said last week, uh, fourth in, round. Fourth round, yeah, which is pretty high. It's but pretty, that is he's, high. he's going right after Amari Cooper and uh, Mike Evans, Godwin area. It is, but he he really should see. I mean, he saw the crazy amount of targets last year, but doesn't feel easily, great to take him there. He could easily <laughs> see 120, 240 mm-hmm. targets. Yeah, yep. um, which is really good. It's just not like you said. It's not a. It's not a fancy pick based on the names that are going around him. After watching Najee for two games, where do you guys have him? Are you guys going to take like a – He's a first-rounder. You think so? He's a first-rounder. Yeah, Dude, uh, I don't want to fall in that Clyde shit like last year. <clears throat> like, yeah, I know he he's going to get more workload than Clyde. I don't know. Like, do I really think I should not take Nick Chubb ahead of him? Like, a dude who's a proven beast running back. Like, yeah, he's got to You not should fall play. not into the Clyde issue of last year, but into the – Saquon, Zeke, and Christian McCaffrey issues in years prior and take Najee Harris. I would take him over Saquon, but that's not saying much because <laughs> yeah, I think I, would take, I think I would take Chubb over Najee. I'm interested to see where he goes. I would draft. take Najee Harris over Alvin Kamara. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I swear to God. That's, that's dumb. Okay, I mean, we'll, we'll <laughs> see where he finishes. We'll and the beautiful thing is at the end of December, you guys will see Najee Harris finish beautifully, and you'll say, oh, I can't. Why did I like, doubt this? I did, I did hear Why did I doubt the workhorse where that shit James Conner in an offense where shit James Conner performed, where D'Angelo Williams performed, where Le'Veon Bell was always great, then left and sucked fat ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, I, don't right. really, I mean, it's a different offense. He's a first-round awesome talent. He's not like a first round Josh Jacobs talent he's a 230 pound man who can catch <laughs> yeah. yeah like this guy is yeah nice. I mean he's a, he is in that Chubb category for me right in there I yeah mean, but I'd take him I would tier, take him. uh I guess it'd be like tier two running back kind of you want to know who else <laughs> I, I take I, him yeah I of? think he's a second rounder because I don't know man yeah I think second round seems good in most drafts that's probably where he'll go second fact, round, I like him I mean I want to be the guy that's like yeah, do you take him at you know pick five because he's going to be top well, five? I'm not this year. He's got that. top five upside, I'd say. Of course, he um, because I mean, one he he we took Clyde Edwards in the top five, and they had Pat Mahomes. Yeah, but Th- this that, team that's has what's pushing against us is like no, what's pushing against it is they didn't need Clyde. I don't think the, the situations have anything Clyde. in common, no, really. Right? They're very. Look, do you not yeah, think Anthony McFarland's not going to get any run? He's no, seen coming know. in a lot. So I have seen stuff that he's going to get some third down work. Yeah, like he was uh, playing third downs in the first two games. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to get a snap. But or two. the way they mm-hmm. on some of these, like some of these, like little play actions, like one of his targets was on like a little play action where it's designed for him to leak out, and the first read is him. So that's where I think he's going to get 60 catches. Like I think he's he's going to get 60. Yeah, catches. Like, I, I saw the leak out catch I think was he's nice. He's going to get a lot of targets and catches even without playing on. Third, I mean, Najee's he's third a down. beast. He is, and yeah, so and the sec- so the second round is crazy because in the second round you're saying with Antonio Gibson and we just talked about his issues. Yeah, um, like that's the- actually a great point. Yeah, like I think I'd take Najee over Antonio course, Gibson. Like, yeah, because Gibson has a workload issue. And trust me, every time you see Peyton Barber take a short yardage goal line carry, it is frustrating. You're right. Frustrating. Yeah, that's that's kind I of mean, the right the group. I was that, really high on Najee earlier this year, but we'll see how I feel in two, three weeks when I'm up to pick. It's um, one other potential we'll name to watch, and I think it was only I because Ebron's. I have Najee Harris as my running back five. 
Is that crazy? That is somewhat crazy. It's Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin, Zeke, Aaron Jones, and then Najee. I don't have Derrick Henry there, and I don't have Alvin Kamara there. Well, you're insane. I have you more of an Derrick issue with Henry the Kamara there. than the Henry one. I'm just my I'm 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 scared of Derrick Henry every year. So after, Henry is after a bold take that I can actually like I could get. Behind, that's an interesting. Yeah, I can get behind that bold as take as long as it's a little bit reasonable. Just because we're talking about him real quick, dude had 17 rushing touchdowns last just, year. Derrick Henry is just because we're talking pick, about easy. him real quick. Do it. Though. The history of the NFL I running will. running backs who have received. I'll I'll bet you uh, who finishes higher, Derrick Henry or Najee Harris. Okay. I love this bet because it is it's it's a bold what I mean a bold, bold. Henry, I, it's against, but that's the idea of a bold the, take is to yeah. go against right. the so, consensus. But I believe right. it. Right. So, yeah, so yeah. back to what I was saying. So in the history of the NFL with running backs with back to back seasons of four hundred or more touches in consecutive years, no one has ever eclipsed like the eleven hundred yard mark the following year. That's why I like it, yeah, because history is against Henry. Take right my now. bet. History Certainly. is against and that's the people that have done that are Sean Alexander, Larry Johnson, like those MVP cal what Derrick Henry has done for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, With that said, I'm not going to bet. I'm not betting on this. And, just like and Julio <laughs> jo- Jones joins the team, so they they we hope pass a little bit more. New OC, <clears throat> new OC doesn't have a good track record. And I love the Pittsburgh Steelers star starting running back has been. We were fucking starting Benny Snell and the tight end. <laughs> no, that for was their horrible. <laughs> Benny Snell has never However, had a good game. However, to counter life. my own argument, in the history of the NFL. There's Without even talking about the 400 ones, just talking about actual all every running back ever, other than like Bo Jackson, no one's really ever looked like Derrick Henry. That's true. So, That's true. There's yep. that as well. Just re- will you guys remember this bet in December? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Derrick Henry versus Najee. Yeah, first Chili's bet of the year. Thank if you. we do a bold, we might do a bold take episode or something like that. You should take I mean, Najee at one. You know what, man? There's. I was just. I wanted to say this, but you guys up. would think I was doing a thing. Shut up. Dude. There's not a whole lot separating the difference in circumstances between Najee and Christian McCaffrey. Other than we know Christian McCaffrey, he's a veteran. But well, in the circumstances, I will, I will chip in fifteen dollars to your league entry oh, fee to take geez. Najee Harris over Christian McCaffrey on draft day. In it, fact, it, I'll, 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 chip, I'll chip. Of course, in, I would we're never doing do that. this thing. I'll would, chip in fifteen dollars for you to take anybody but Christian McCaffrey on draft day. <laughs> Najee Harris is gonna be nice. There's and no then next year he's going to be a top two fucking pick in the league, in in your fantasy draft. Freezed in time, baby. Okay, there yep. we go. He'll be a top five pick next year, regardless. Because Why do you think he's he'll be a finish, top five pick? He's going to finish as an RB one. That's I interesting. Think. That's interesting. And you said second round. I think he has a chance. If he's going to finish as a top, five, if he's going to be a top five pick next year, if that's what you're predicting. Then he's going to be great this year. Well, that's not necessarily true. Who sucks one year and then gets taken top five the next year? It's not about sucking. It's about showing that you're going to be and then like. Okay, name one. Name a guy that didn't finish great and then went top five the next year. Well, I will. I mean, come on. Because it it doesn't exist. It was almost Saquon, but I mean, now we're kind of caught up on that. Yeah, without a torn ACL ACL or something like that. Right, of course. McCaffrey sucked last year. He played in three games. He's the first pick. That's that's that doesn't that's not what I mean. Oh, Zeke Elliott. There you go. He's a top five pick, and he was horrible last year. Luke. You just got proven wrong, Luke. kid. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, now okay. back to so that I, uh, reasonable people. He did. He summer. did suck last why year. Why did he suck, Luke? Well, well, he's. You just said who? Why did he suck? Why? It's because he gave up on his team. That's that's he what it was. Still suck. It was it because Dak Prescott went out and they had to start a bunch of fucking well, dickwads? But in there? still, you just said if you. Let me five pick. Yeah, let me read Najee's first uh, the beginning of his schedule because this is pretty awesome. He plays Buffalo, Las Vegas, Cincinnati, Green Bay, Denver, Seattle, Cleveland. There's only one 
like decent run to take my seven number. Yeah, that's. I mean, <sighs> he's going to get off to a finishes? hot start. Is he finished number one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, don't, I should not be. I should not be adding fuel to this fire. <laughs> I'm a Najee guy. You know what? That's my guy this year. There you go, man. And it's not even a cool one to take because he should be in the first fucking round, and he's going to go in the first round. So, like, I know, this I is like, all for stupid. I think he will go in the first. Well, think yeah. about he it. He will th- go in the first. Think about it this way, too. Last to thing. me, <laughs> if, if Clyde hadn't, if if what happened with Clyde last year hadn't happened, like if, for example, I was responsible and didn't reach super high on him, <laughs> if we didn't have that point, well, look how high Clyde went last year. You know, would right. Najee? That's we wouldn't have that That's leg what I'm to saying. stand we on. We took you know? Zeke in the first round. It was kind of my reach on Clyde we took that Saquon's. sort of screwed everything up, yeah. right? But also, with that being said, Clyde was about adding like four to five touchdowns from going from where he finished Correct. as like RB three overall. Correct. That's true. Um, yeah. And they so, admitted that they misused it. And yeah, said it. so it's kind of like, it's kind of crazy up. because just he just didn't really score touchdowns. But if he scored a few more touchdowns, he was gonna. Do be Do we not remember week one with Clyde? We were like, oh fuck. This guy is about to get 45 points a week. We, we were scared. We were, it's just annoying because he still should have yeah, right. done more. But So yeah. that was out well, of the Well, and the other thing, they didn't use him in the pass game at all. Yeah. Like, this Clyde, was one of the best receiving backs in college football history. And for some re- reason, they just didn't. Would you take Tyreek Hill ahead of took him as RB1? Najee? Mm, that is interesting. Or Devontae or Kelsey? Kel- I would not take Kelsey. I would the – rece- the, the number one or two receiver I would consider – because if Najee, I think, finishes four or five at running back, probably it's more useful to have the number one uh, receiver if that's Tyreek or Devontae. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just... some, some people say Devontae should be pick three because of how after, is... after RB2, the I've wide receiver I've been a Devontae finishes. dick rider, but recently I, I just – Sammy Watkins is gone. I just fucking love Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Tyreek's sick. Yep. I don't, the Packers just creep me out. They give me the heebie-jeebies this year a little bit. They feel gross. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's get into the uh, the divisional breakdowns. We're going to talk about the AFC East, NFC East. Let's kick it off with the Patriots in the AFC East. Uh, last night they played against the Washington football team, and Cam looked kind of shitty, <laughs> just like Cam always does. Just does his you know bullet throws that are inaccurate and straight to the dirt. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think it might be the end of the end of the road for good old Cam Newton. I thought he could have been a sleeper this year, but I think Mac Jones is better. Yeah, Mac is more, and Mac is better for all of their fantasy assets. You saw Jacoby Myers make uh, he made a nice catch from Cam, but he also made a really nice catch from Mac. Um, it's just better for all of their fantasy assets. You know, uh, you can use James White, you can Absolutely. use Damian Harris on the goal line, um, and I think it's just better for all the receivers too. Mac, well, like I was saying earlier, um, without overreacting to one game, he looked—he didn't look like a deer in the headlights. No, you know? not at all. He yeah, looked, he looked poised. He looked calm. And I mentioned it earlier with uh, Cam. They took a few snaps with Cam under center, like more than usual. And mm-hmm. to me, that points to them trying to tailor the offense that Mac's going to take over sooner rather than later. Um, well, that was a good little. Uh... Thing you noticed there that makes sense. Yep. Um, and then also, Cam made a statement earlier in the week about how he's like not wanting to be used as like a battering ram in short yard situations. Which, unfortunately for Cam, that's his best asset yeah. right now as a player. Shit. Yeah. You know, I just realized. What if they? What if when Mac comes in, they still swap in Cam on goal line stuff? That would suck. That could still really that hurt Damian suck. Harris. You know. Yeah. Um, definitely. But with Harris, he looked quick last night. It's not night. a bad idea, though, as a coach, because, I mean, he could throw too. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's not like a, 
Yeah, he could trick we might, you. Might, might it, look out for that. You know, yeah. even though he's old, he still is a six foot four monster. Like, he's, he, I mean, either way, he's definitely that's definitely going to be used, especially if they make the playoffs or something for a trick play. Like, can for sure, and do something short yardage. Um, all there, right, uh, Damian Harris had a, a nice run that uh, he almost scored on. Came back on a Johnny yeah, Smith I was hold. Say, there was a couple holds. Johnny, uh, Johnny made Johnny a nice play, nice. and I think that we kind of can see how things are going to go with them. They're going to use John. They're going to use Hunter Henry, who didn't play last night. He's injured right now. Uh, they're going to use him as the traditional tight end, and they're going to move Jonu around and do all types of crazy yeah, shit with him. Hybrid role. I love his value right now. He's free in drafts. He was he's one of the most elusive tight ends in the league. They're going to get him on little short dinky things and let him just take off, kind of like last night. They didn't. Uh, we didn't get to see any of it last night, but there's been reports he's been taking snaps he's taking out of the snaps, backfield at, yep. at camp. So that's something they're probably holding in their bag. That they're they did not pay point. this man a shitload of money. They made they paid him a ton of money. They're going to use Jonu Smith, and he's yeah. better than Hunter Henry in terms of like being a playmaker so um, james white looked great in the passing game so like you said if max in there that is a late round he still has james white's free yeah because yeah. i it's a post hype because i was hyping him up so hard last year <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> unfortunate because he yeah. should be better than what he was i mean as. still in a full point ppr he's free in he's drafts. worth as much of a shot as a jamal williams as a um yeah, uh, he's he's got a clear path to playing time, even without Hines, the injury. Cohen, yep. Any one of those scat backs you're looking at in those back end rounds, he's probably the better option of the bunch. They ran two design screens to him in the you know mm-hmm. in that first period. So. Um, Michael Harry looked like trash can. I didn't even um, notice he was yeah, out there. He, so he's, he's not good. So I'm excited <laughs> to see when Ag- Agalor gets some gets some burn. Um, I don't think Kendrick Bourne played last night either. Jacoby Myers is the only guy I want from that. Uh, the yeah. only receiver I want from that team. Jacoby Myers is actually really good. He's like really talented. Um, it's just a question of quarterback play, but yeah. he's also going super late. Um, then on another note, their defense looked good. A lot of new free agent acquisitions. Matt Judon was everywhere. Yeah, yeah their their D looks solid. Patriots are definitely one of my top fantasy defenses this year. Top five certainly um and then i guess because just because we're talking about it and luke's getting our next nugget of information ready uh Ramondre, the rookie yes. Ramondre oh Stevenson, yeah keep keep going about uh, that broke a 91 yard touchdown had a one yard uh touchdown plunge to looked the every bit the part had like a like a nine yard run where he basically made like a Le'Veon jump cut in the backfield made a guy miss cut back the other way basically made like two jump cuts on the play he looks like a more agile blunt <laughs> yeah he looks patient and then all of a sudden you saw that burst on the 91 yarder the yep. dude's got wheels he's built like a truck he's got soft hands um probably not good for this year and redraft um could be worth a you know, if you can afford to stash somebody, but right. maybe a midseason acquisition if someone goes down. Because he seems like he's one. He does seem like if Harris goes down, it's yeah. going to be him and not Sony Michelle. Yeah, I mean, he. I feel like that game last night separated him from Sony Michelle when they're going to go watch the tape on that one. Yep. Um, but dynasty wise, definitely someone to have on your roster. Hell um, yes, because Patriots also low key have one of the best O lines in the whole league. Yeah. So it's it's good just to have any running back that they're going to give carries to. Yeah. So that that was exciting. Yeah, they have the number one schedule for quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends, and they're number two ranked for defense. That's pretty good. That is. Um, they're over-under win total is 9.5. What do you guys think? I'm going under. Their division is tough because they've got the Bills, who are obviously you Well, know, I think second. that's it, right? Well, then oh, the they've Dolphins got the Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins. The Dolphins are a very good team. Yeah, don't rule the Jets out. I mean, Jets the are Jets, the big question mark. So wild, we don't know. But wild card. They certainly could be. Exactly. Yeah. Over under nine, guys. I'm going under. I'm going to go got? under as well. I think that the Bills and the Dolphins nine are and eight for them. I'm going to say over. I'll take the over. If, under. If Mac, if Mac starts by week two, I'll there take the go. over. 
under. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next team. We, you guys brought in. Uh, you talked about Stevenson, right? Yep. That's yeah. We went through all the fantasy options for them. There's not many, honestly. No. Yeah. I'm my guy's uh, Jacoby Myers. I'm taking him late in every draft I do. There you go. And Johnny. Um, I'm <laughs> and probably James White. All of their guys are – that's the thing about the Patriots. All of their guys are values because they of how are. shitty they were last year. So you don't have to reach on basically no. anyone for them. And if they get that extra boost with Cam being the starter now and then a quick turn to Mac, it'll it'll definitely help them. Yep. Um, for you uh, fantasy kicker nerds out there, they have some mm. ran, random mm. rookie kicker, I think. Yes, and he, he nailed a 36-yarder and a 50-yarder, and they were talking about how this guy's a, a, just got insane. Their offense does set up to – be, uh, have a very successful kicker. They're going to be mediocre. They're yep. probably going to be settling for a ton of field goals. Keep yeah, an eye that's on actually it. a good Kickers point. In your fantasy league, you need to drop that league. I kind of actually agree. Which reminds me, we I still do. But drop we this do, league. and yeah. we're going to talk about him. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. I think that they have another guy in front of him right now. Uh, I think so. But it's an older guy. It uh, is. Oh, Nick I forget. Folk. Yes, that's it. Yes, yeah. yeah. But so Nick keep Folk an eye on can't kick from fifty. Exactly. That's why Luke did not win the fantasy football championship. Oh shit. Oh, I'm sorry to bring it up. I hate to bring it up, but. Luke, tell the kingdom how much research you, and time and effort you put into finding your perfect kicker. <laughs> put zero. And it costs you a championship? Yeah. I think it's time to cha- change, my brother. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's time you, to make a change. Do you know the story? How I made the playoffs? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. How I made the playoffs Jesus. and how Luke lost the championship is I went against Luke one week. And it was the first week he had everybody. His team was fucking Zeke Elliott. Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, who else? Luke's AJ team was gross. AJ Brown. Brown. Johnson. Yep. Who? Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. I don't it was disgusting. <laughs> and they were all there. And I'm like, I'm a, the projection on that came, bro, was like 150. And it was my bye weeks. So like 150, <laughs> like 70. And some way, somehow, his guys didn't do well or whatever. I'm losing barely. By like. I, you're down 13 on Monday Night Football. You have Nick Folk in the game. No, I didn't even have Nick, Nick Folk. Folk in the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't him. play a kicker. Oh, okay. I do remember Because this. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get killed. This. I don't want to drop one of my guys. Right. He, Luke texts me, and he's like, hey, there's, you know, it's close. You, you should put a kicker in by the time <laughs> Monday Night Football comes. There's only Nick Folk. Oh, man. I put the guy in there. He drills a few kicks. I'm down by four and a half. In overtime, hits a 55 fucking oh, yard field goal. I punished Luke. I make it into the, the playoffs. And Luke doesn't win the championship because it drops him from the one seed to, to the, the two seed. seed. And I play a different playoff scenario. If I would have played the other one, I would have won. But oh man, that's when you know. Uh, don't be honorable and don't ever text people to put in their players. <laughs> Fantasy is a war zone. I'm like, just a commissioner, so I like to make sure everyone has a full lineup because I, I don't want to like, hear shit from people bitching. Right? Because some people will text me and be like, "Yo, you got a free win? He didn't put it." I'm like, I, "I'll at least text everyone." To see I was only do down by like 13. I got like 14. No honor in 2021, baby. Yeah, no, no more honors. All right, never go out to me. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, and it's not like I was oblivious. I knew I didn't have a kicker, but. I was like, let me put this Nick Foles. Well, you guy. just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, New York Jets, we're going to talk about next. They're over under. Win total is six. What do we think? Over or under? I think over. Zach Wilson has been horrible in camp I think if under. the reports are accurate. And <laughs> That's all we got is the reports right now. Exactly, yeah, because no one knows with Zach Wilson. No one knows. I guess he's, that green and looks, white game. He looks that. like he's, uh, you know, going to his high school prom yeah, when he, he shows up. He shows, but he rocks he shows flashes, hot but he has made some mistakes. Yep. But. His latest presser, his answer was beautiful when he gave it. He gave it. a Jameis answer, yeah. It was... Eat the W? It was basically... They asked him about his inaccuracy and some of the 
things he's doing and he goes he goes I've never played in the NFL before he goes I'm at practice he goes my coaches encourage me to take shots and this is where I find out what I can and can't get away with mm-hmm. um, which is a I, convenient excuse it, on one hand it, 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 it is it is however I saw a lot of people on it's true uh, oh, yeah. on the old Twitter machine Dolphins beat writers talking about that answer saying they wish Tua would say this because Tua is like a shell of himself in practice and barely takes shots mm-hmm. and they're saying that they would prefer that because you want your guy to take shots like that because then when you get in the game, you feel comfortable with either taking the shot and or not making the throw. And Tua just hasn't been as aggressive. They have done it a little bit. Um, but for the young kid, I like it. You That's know? two and, sides of the uh, coin because, yeah, Tua last year, I remember him saying, like, I'm not comfortable throwing to guys that I don't see, wa- like, open yet, like throwing with anticipation. Uh, yeah, it's just tough, you know. When did the, did the Jets play tonight? I really can't wait to um, see them play. Four games tonight, I think. Um, check that out. I'll keep talking about the Jets. Yeah. Uh, they suck ass. So <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just kidding. However, I'm not. I'm not giving I'm anyone kidding. a green light to go out and draft Zach Wilson in fantasy. But don't take, bury him. Take Certainly one of no, the yeah, other. Yeah, I was being mm-hmm. funny. Take one of the other rookie quarterbacks <laughs> for your team. However, don't bury him for what he could bring to the table for his assets, like Michael Carter, Elijah Moore. Who we'll yeah, I don't think uh, he's going to be fantasy usable this year. Zach Wilson. We'll see how he does. You know, the, that's going to be a wait and see for me. I would. I wouldn't draft him, but. The Michael Carter, uh, let's just name the names that are going to be fantasy relevant. Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. Uh, I don't even know who their tight end is. Is it still the one dude you like? No, Chris Herndon's on the bench now. It's okay. Josh. They got uh, Josh Hill, I believe. They it's bench a Chris Herndon? Yeah, he yeah, can't. Turns he's out he terrible. might not be good. Okay, yeah, so. he's, he's got, he can't run the right routes, they said. He like doesn't line up in the right area. So Whoops. it's like one of these guys has got all the skill in the world. But um, Real quick, we do have three games on the slate tonight. Uh, Titans versus Falcons, Bills versus Lions, Cowboys versus Cardinals. And Jets are Ooh, tomorrow. I those, just some of those yes. are nice. Yep. Um, so the thing – so Michael Carter is really interesting. He – on the where Zach Wilson camp reports have not been so hot. Michael Carter's have been very hot in yes. terms of, like, his involvement. And so he – his draft position is so hard to figure out, though. Like, I don't know where the hell he's going to go. Anywhere from round eight to whatever, round six or something. But there's a chance he is their game – their week one starter. Yeah. Behind an improved offensive line, they drafted a um, guard, I guess, Elijah Baird Tucker, right? Mm-hmm. Am I getting his name uh, right? Makai Becton, yep. stud from last year. Yeah, uh, they're getting better. It's going to be another year or two before they're like a good team, probably yep. two years. Uh, Michael Carter, I would suggest, you know, yes, he's you know a hot rookie name. His only competition is um, Tevin Coleman. And it, so, you know, Tevin Coleman's not bad, but it seems like it's only going to be a matter of time, right, until... Uh, and it, the one thing I was going to say is that they're probably not going to be that, like, high-powered offense. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see a huge ceiling for Michael Carter. I see solid games. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know, nice PPR floors, but they're not going to be some team scoring 35 points a game. They'll score, like, 21, I yep. think. Uh, I don't know. The way right. I kind of look at it, though, is kind of where we have... You know, not counting Najee Harris because he's obviously clear cut. But you look at Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, and where Javante Williams is going, Melvin Gordon isn't bad. No, he's still yeah. one of the highest paybacks in the league. Then you've got Travis Etienne and James Robinson. James Robinson was great last year. Um, Carter has the clearest path. He has the clearest path to an actual workload right now. Um, and when you talk about offenses as a whole, the Jaguars' offense isn't going to be anything to write home about. I mean, we have hopes for it, but that's similar to the hopes we have that Zach Wilson can do something and the Jets can move the ball. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, I like that Carter has, uh, like Luke mentioned, I think he has a very foreseeable PPR floor. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the one thing, the, uh, the 
one other downside about knowing nothing about how Zach Wilson will yeah. do is we don't necessarily know if he's going to check down to the running back because I do know that his game in college was gunslinger. aggressive gunslinging yep. downfield play. So that's something to watch for very closely in preseason, I think, when they play tomorrow, is if Zach Wilson is willing to check down. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, so we'll really have to wait and see on a lot of these Jets. Wide receivers, we'll go through real quick. Do you guys have interest in Corey Davis? Um, I actually don't. And I know that Corey Davis is hot on a lot of lists because he's their locked-in exercise. And he's like they, a 13th-round pick, I He's think, free, so. yep. They just paid him a lot of money. It lines. Here's the thing. I'm afraid that Corey Davis is a career number two receiver. Mm-hmm. That when he gets the number one coverage, bad news he's, bears. It's, he's not cut out to really more often than not beat it. And so I just think that with the Jets, when you line up to play the Jets, at least for the first half of the season, it's going to be like, all right, we're taking our best corner. There's Corey Davis. Bye-bye. Like, until Elijah Moore starts breaking up. But Elijah Moore's hurt right now. We didn't yep. get a, a chance to mention that. Elijah yeah. Moore hurt his quad, so no one really knows, you know, um, what so his said is. the belief is it's not serious. He did go in for an MRI. Um, apparently the Jets have a thing that Salah implemented where no matter what, everybody gets an MRI. No, not taking like, any chances. No chances are taken. So he did say, like, don't read into the MRI thing. Like, it's precautionary. That's good to uh, know. But any time missed for a rookie wide receiver in camp is not good for him playing early on in the season. Um, I'm a... Uh... I like Elijah Moore. I think he's going to be really good in the NFL. I'm going to wait a year on him. I don't, I'm not going to take him where he's like going right now in the ninth round and stuff. I'm going to wait to – I think next year he'll be like a third or fourth round pick, though, um, depending on how the offense looks the rest of the year. Well, yeah, I he's think got, he might need a year. Um, and with, the other thing to note is a lot of people are worried about Crowder in the slot. Um, oh, yeah, Jay Crowder. Crowder is good, and he will be good for the time he plays. Um, he's been good in camp so far. Um, but now for four straight years, Crowder has not played more than 10 games in a season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And they've been moving more around in camp. They said that Moore's been playing outside. Yep. Like when they drafted him, they sort of thought he would play slot exclusively. But in camp, he's been killing it so all hard. Over. They've been moving around. So I think he's going to play a lot, but it all comes back to the offense. You know, yeah. like Zach Wilson, we just don't know. How, so, you know, I will draft him because I think he has a good ceiling. But, God, yeah, the floor is terrifying. The floor could be you're very see, low. You could see some drastic ups and downs for, yes. this, for Zach Wilson and the Jets. And you're not going to know for a couple of weeks when to start more. So just keep that in mind when you take them. Yeah, if I you guess. do take them, you, you are going to have to ride it out. It might not be as quick as the Justin Jefferson uh, Game 3 right. uh, timeline. Yep. All right, let's uh, get on to the next team. I wouldn't take Jets defense yeah, or their, their tight defense. ends so, nope. uh, or their kicker for that much. Uh, Miami Dolphins over under nine and a half wins last year went ten and six missed the playoffs unfortunately for them they had Fitz Magic start the year then Tua came in I think he finished six and three uh, any interest in Tua this year I was so I mentioned this before the show but like so like I'm always talking about trying to find I hate taking an early quarterback I always want to try to find the late round QB that's going to smash because it's four years in a row where this is a trend where. You know, Mahomes years ago, Lamar years ago, Josh Allen last year. It it seems to be a lot of good quarterbacks in the league, and it's easy to find a guy – not easy, but it's possible to find a guy later that's going to blow up. I think Tua is at least a candidate for that this year. Here's why. So, great situation. They've picked up Will Fuller. They have Parker. They have Waddle, who's been killing it. They got Gusecki. They got Gaskin. Good coaching staff. Everything around him is great. Like, you just – you know, the only thing he's missing, I guess, is like a – 
Julio Jones X receiver or something. But everything around him is great. He himself is an amazing prospect. He himself, before that injury, was going at, was going to be ahead of Joe Burrow. Like, I think that Joe Burrow gets a lot of things associated to him that Tua should have associated him t- with him, too. Uh, Tua is a better downfield passer than Joe Burrow in college. Joe Burrow was terrible downfield passing last year. I think Tua is yeah, definitely was. worth a late-round quarterback pick. Absolutely. Definitely ahead of Zach Wilson, ahead of uh, even some of these rookies. Like, I think I would take Tua ahead of Justin Fields because I just know that he has the alluring upside and also he's going to play all 16, 17 games. Um, this is a great case you're making. I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think Tua, and then like I said before the show too, I have, this is less serious, but I think it's actually true. I think there's a left-handed bias with the man. I think that if this man were throwing right-handed, it would be a different <laughs> conversation. He'd have more hype. Instead, he's just kind of forgotten about. And I don't know. Let's, let's not forget about Tua. No, uh, I, I agree with you. I mean, he, he should be cropped in with those year two quarterbacks and he should be cropped in with the year one quarterbacks but he's going virtually behind all of them behind all of them um, not getting talked one. about at all he had a serious hip injury he came back from last year not only that he came into an offense that was structured we talked about how patriots offense structured for cam newton last year dolphins offense was structured for ryan fitzpatrick Absolutely. it wasn't with structured Chan, for two with Chan Gailey. exactly was, yes so I just think there's a lot to love about Tua's profile this year. And he's free, and you got to love free. And uh, yep. a good defense never hurts the young quarterback. Um, and, yep, exactly that, too. And then also, last thing on him, I have his schedule here. His schedule is very, very nice. Um, if my stupid sleeper app would work. Uh, but Tua Tungavailoa, man. Yeah, I, they got a good run game, too. So He's like a second quarterback for me. Like Exactly. Draft, I think he's perfect, se- especially if you go with like one of these – we were talking about the other day how you can go with like a Kirk Cousins and then take one of these high upside rookies to stash Fields, Lance. Absolutely, I think Tua is exactly in that group. And you did mention the um, the system not being tailored for him. Along with that, remember he didn't start; pre- he only started practicing about two weeks before he actually got his first game time. That's true. So forget yep. the no preseason, no training camp because of COVID last year. He didn't have a chance for any of that because of the hip injury. Yep, they weren't having him do anything. So a full off season. The new OC, going to get some preseason reps. It should be better for Tua. Yep. Sh- he also has a little bit of rushing upside, too. He's not yeah, like a rusher, but he is very mobile. And then here's his, here's his beginning schedule. He starts off against New England. Eh, kind of tough. Buffalo, Las Vegas, Indy. Then he plays the Bucks. Sorry, Tua. <laughs> uh, but then Jacksonville, Atlanta, Buffalo, Houston. It's a very nice schedule for that him. That is a good schedule. Um, and... and the you know the weapons are not bad too if we want to talk about them. Yeah. Jalen Waddle, first round rookie, has been crushing camp. He's been being used as more than just kind of a deep threat. Um, he's been moving up in the ADP. I've, I've so noticed the, lately. The beautiful thing for me is that they have Will Fuller. And what is is what is Will Fuller? He's suspension? hurt right now. He's got a foot injury, a and then he's suspended week one. Week yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. But the thing with Fuller is really Fuller is the maybe the most elite deep threat in the league right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess Tyreek, but still, yeah. One of the elite deep threats in the league, like true down-the-field stretchers. So they have the luxury of having a guy like Waddle who can be that, but they can, like you said, move him around and use him in various ways. You also, for a rookie, you know, you do get – they're playing him at punt and kick returner. So there's always the chance you get a little extra boost there if he busts one or two for you during the year. Yep. Um, But I I do like Jalen Waddle, and his value is – 
much later than just about any rookie wide receiver. He's being slept on and left out for the same reason that Tua. Like it's one yeah. and the same. Like um, and and Waddle is like an extremely talented player. So he definitely needs to be on more people's fantasy radars, I think. Um, um, and then the other thing I just want to say was that we talked about Tua's hesitancy to throw to guys that were not quite open yet last year. So what do they do? They go pick up Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle, who are all about separation. Exactly. And then they still have their big bodied in Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a believer in Devontae Parker. And <laughs> he's, a, it, he's not a fantasy asset, but he's a solid, like, in real, real life, life NFL for, player. For Tua to help yep. Waddle's ADP is seventh round, eighth pick. That's a little too crazy for me. Where's Fuller's? I was curious about that. With I'm, I'm Waddle, trying to Waddle. find Fuller's that. has gone down, I think, because of the foot injury, and people are just like, oh, shit, here we go yeah, again. Yeah, like another round of, of that. But yep. I mean, every time he's on the field, he's ninth round pick eight for fuller waddle has a real chance to go into like a head a, a decent target share like i mean he could easily lead them in targets yep easily yep but that seventh round price is you got to be if you if you buy that seventh round price you do also have to buy yeah two, i'm not two, gonna two lie, i don't love that i thought it was that's much, pretty I thought steep. It was much later than that i was hoping for a double digit round i'm going oh. off different rankings i should look at fantasy pros adp probably now um, this might be an unpopular opinion for you guys, but if we want to switch over to the run game. Yeah, let's do that um, quickly. I don't like Miles Gaskin, and unfortunately, I'm in a position at my pick where he seems to be mm-hmm. that fourth and fifth round. Why don't you like Gaskin? Guy, I don't know, and I want. I, this is my reason. <laughs> I want some help here because I I don't know why. He just feels to me like a well, guy small. that is going to be gone in a second. He is small for sure. Um, and the thing is, is like it's not like I believe in Salvin. Ahmed. Mm-hmm. It's not like I really believe in Malcolm Brown. Yeah, but a lot of analysts I are pretty hype on Gaskin. Gaskin. Bro. I don't know why. I like voice. so I like his uh, PPR floor a lot because he is just a great receiver. He's an RB two man. Every game he starts and plays the whole game, it's like an RB two. I think what it is though is that he doesn't have the he had. There is no RB one ceiling with him, right? There, you really can't even yes. conceive of. Realistically, him last year he had a 32 point game, uh, week 16 in the playoffs against Vegas. But I just mean like season long, you know, can't it, it's tough to see him cracking that top 12. Yeah, really. it would be. Uh, after he took over the starter week five, he was RB, uh, weekly. This was his finish RB9, mm-hmm. RB7, then he missed the game, then RB20, then four missed games in a row, then RB17, two missed games in a row, RB2, and RB15 to finish the year. That's an RB, that's an RB2 at the end of the year. Let me look at his. With with week to week, if he were to roll into the end zone and get like five catches, then that's a, a, a you know that's in his profile. Yeah, and I, but I can it's it's tough when you take a player and you have and you know that so he's got a limited seventy percent of the time he played a game he was in RB two. That's pretty good. Yeah, where's he going versus like a Damian Harris? And I guess Gaskin does have a much higher. Catch I think he's going ahead of Harris because Gaskin's been slipping to me at the end of the fifth round. Okay. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. Five, five, yeah, six he's round. going ahead of uh, – But you yeah. know how it goes in drafts. People see the RB So Gaskin's five, yeah, uh, like 5.8, uh, round five, pick eight. And then who's the other one you want to look at? Uh, Damien Harris. See, like I just – Nine point six, but that's not right. I don't know what this it is. like. It, Let and me if, look up. Fantasy if it was pros. at that draft price, I'd rather just wait and take Damian Harris. And I know Gaskin has the the catching upside there, so that's where he does beat it. But Gaskin weirdly reminds me of Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt situation, okay. not in that, that he doesn't share snaps with anyone, but just like their ultimate ceiling. You know, yeah. I, there's no way Kareem Hunt's finishing as an RB one, and know? that's why for me, I feel more comfortable waiting to that like eighth ninth round with guys like 
even a Michael Carter or a Damian Harris or James Conner because it feels like to me I'm just like they're going to be RB2s. Ronald Jones or Miles Gaskin? Man, I think I would go Rojo. Yeah. And my well, thing is is because I think there's a – call me crazy, but I think there's a scenario. What did you say? No. Yeah, Rojo over I think Gaskin. there's a scenario where Rojo goes nuclear. I know that sounds bonkers crazy. It's a very small percentage chance, but I see a better chance of Rojo going nuclear than Miles Gaskin going nuclear. In terms of rushing yardage, certainly. I mean, yeah, Rojo will probably finish with more rushing yards. With, with the team the Bucks realistically had, if we didn't have Winnie, if we didn't have bringing Geo, and for whatever reason we rolled in with like our, the old Bucks days of like Dare, Obon Biguale being mm-hmm. our number two, there is a very realistic chance that B.A. and Tom Brady can turn Rojo into the leading rusher in the NFL. Geo is going to be the best one to have in my opinion. For sure. But we will uh, keep going with the— I also fucking hate Gaskin. Right, I, I don't. There's know not a single. I skip over him every. And season. I think it is what. Well, Mike let him said. follow me, baby. Really let him come to me. In my head is there's no upside there. I just am taking what I'm getting. The dude had an RB two, RB seven, RB nine performance last year in six games. That he uh, was yeah, the I starter. don't give a shit. Wasn't he like undrafted? Yeah, but that was with Tua being able about to do that. Like, that, that was, know, a, that was, was with getting... Tua being like nothing though, and I expect Tua to be something more this year. We'll see, I, I don't know. It's just really, and I, I've seen a lot of Malcolm. These concerns are kind of in his ADP, sort of. Right? I've seen I mean, a lot of Malcolm yeah. Brown being their best best pass blocker. Yeah, and, I was just um, going to say, I like Malcolm camp, Brown, and that's something that it takes them. It would be nothing for them to just switch to Malcolm Brown. They, that's my thing. It Gaskin feel like is like nothing to them. He's just I don't know. He was no, in the practice well, squad. I gotta step year. up for him yeah. a little bit. He is like a legit stud. Receiver. I know you do like, like him as a pro, as, as a receiver. Like when you get the ball in his hands, he's just like shifty, and he never drops the ball too. It's I don't know. It's yeah. probably an irrational base on my part. I probably should just take him where the value is, where I get him. But I just, as we go through, guys, I mean, uh, Etn Gaskin, Travis Etn. I'd rather Gaskin. take the ceiling of Etn. I'd rather chase it. I would too. Because I think I think a couple of games into the season, uh, it's close. Great. I'd probably take Gaskin. Yeah, they're right and, in there. And on the mix. flip side, I think I'd rather also take what James Robinson's going to give me on the ground. Over uh, you're you're an idiot, man. I don't. God, why are you trying not to make the playoffs again, dude? Dude, Robinson's tough. It's just I don't know. Uh, trust me, I'm, I'm I'm being very honest with you. I don't yeah. know what it is about Gaskin. I, don't like I just Gaskin, don't either. want him. I have. Well, let him come to me. I could see him being Please. non-existent at any point yes. during the season, not because of yes. injury. I do know that Luke had him in uh, our one league last year, and I had him in our other league last year. So that might have something to do with. He's it. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's. Uh, Oh, Gasicki is a Dolphin starting tight end, and I'm actually and out, on, I'm out on. Gisicki I'm out on Gasicki because um, he, his best skill is as a slot receiver, and they've just added uh, Jalen Waddle. Will, they've got too many other guys. I don't think his target share is going to be ADP what it is was absurd. It is, down. yeah. Like I'll, I could get down with it if it were later. He's like, really athletic, but it's just it's just not the right offense. I'll yeah, wait. I'll wait until he gets dropped, puts together a few good games, and maybe make a streamer on him at some point. Agreed. Yeah. He's a fucking shitty streamer, though, because he'll get you two points a lot of the time. All right, Dolphins defense, really yes, good. I want that. Definitely, uh, definitely worth it. Um, Especially if Xavier and Howard They're top stays. five, I think. Uh, Dolphins isn't... defense, too, in their first four. They only play one good offense. They play Aren't Buffalo. Aren't they my uh, dynasty defense? You Ooh, all took a defense I don't know. and just left them. Do you I say took they... Patriots and Ravens. I'm sick. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sick. I got the Rams. So they open, no, they start with New England. So that's, okay. you know. That's whatever. an easy that's one. That's an easier it's one. It's not a high scoring game. Exactly. Yeah, get, worry about a bunch of points. But then they go to Buffalo, okay. whatever. But then their next two after that are Vegas and Indy. So it's like, those are It's better than enough. starting with Buffalo, though. I always sure. hate when that first one's one of those and you yep. feel like icky for taking them. You're like. 
there's a chance we get shredded week one. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's not a bad first four. All right. By any means. Let's move on to the Buffalo Bills. We don't really need to talk about the quarterback. He's top. I think he's ranked number two. Josh Allen. He's we talked sick. about him a lot the other day. Yeah, yep. we'll uh, we'll move on from him. Let's talk about the running backs to start. Zach Moss versus Devin Singletary. I think I'm going to go to the bathroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to, you have to take a shit? That's what, uh, every day in their uh, when they're doing their coaches' meetings and they get to the run game coordinator, yeah. Sean McDermott goes, "I'm going to go take a shit right yeah. now." Yeah. <laughs> to I'm going to try to find a better running back yeah. in this toilet right now. So, Zach Moss is hurt. Yeah, Zach so Moss got banged up. Zach Moss was playing well early in camp. Zach Moss is now hurt, and we talked. Devin Singletary, welcome to we the team. Talked the about last round, big guy. We talked about last year when he came out. The guy has a. I hate to peg someone with an injury bug, but the guy didn't exactly have the best. Why is injury, it a thing? Why are we not allowed to say someone's injury prone? When well, did when did that turn? Well, I, there's I, some guys I'll say it with, but then there's other guys where it just seems like. Bad but why luck. has it become a? Uh, unsavory to say that it was, was it with Keenan Allen a few years ago is when it got the reason I don't like doing it is because I just hate like saying that about them like I don't give a fuck this dude has been hurt all the time but for me (laughs) there are certainly some guys the difference is guys that literally year in and year out miss games Chris Carson was like that for a while remember time Zach remember Zach Moss's were he had turf toe I think last year yeah he had turf toe last year but in college and high school they're they're bad out for mm-hmm. season injuries that he kept getting. It's sometimes um, it's play style too. Like I know with Kenny Galladay and Mike Williams, like the reason that they get banged up a lot is because they every time they go for a catch, they land on their spinal cord. You know, and yeah, like, they're laying out vertically. Yeah, and, getting into a car crash every time they make a catch. So you know, I, Zach Moss sounds like they should call had me like every time one good game exactly. last year. He had an RB five performance against New England. He scored twenty points. Next week he had an RB fourteen performance, but after that. Horrible the rest of the year. As um, we mentioned before, Josh Allen has, I believe, it's 25 rushing touchdowns over the last three seasons. Yep. And so it just really hurts the running backs when you just don't get goal line carries, you don't get receptions. And I mean, where they're going is fine. Round 9 and 10 for uh, 9 for Zach Moss, 10 for Devin Singletary. It's, if you're it's going 0 RB or mm-hmm. something and you need depth. Basically right now if you're drafting – they're going to be better than and last year, in my that, opinion. And you get to the 10th round, I would take Singletary as of now, and that's only because he's healthy. No, I think I have I a spicy take, take. I got a spicy take. Gio, Gio Bernard's going to score more than both of those running backs. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that's going to happen. I wouldn't doubt <laughs> it. I the mean. most telling sign is how the coaches talked about how bad the run game was at the end of last year, and then they came in the draft. They could have taken ETN. They passed. Yeah, yeah. Then in the second round, they had a, they were in position. like They, they passed on – all of these running backs that other teams even traded up to go get. They could have picked up Mike Davis um, over the offseason or something yeah, like that. Didn't They'd, bring in a well, body. Okay. But you're I know what Luke's yeah, Luke's right. They did invest in Moss. Yeah, and, and Moss has been doing good in camp until mm-hmm. the But the idea injury. is just that what Tyler was getting at was just that they don't give a shit about running the ball. Yeah, I mean no, they don't. a There's, lot of it's gonna be Allen, so mm-hmm. I think Moss will get more rushing touchdowns this they're, year and stuff, but they're still young Chiefs. They they believe that all all problems can be solved through the air. They haven't run into the, <laughs> yes, the, that's the great diggers in the Super Bowl. Yes, <laughs> so that changes your opinion on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys are kind of toss ups. Like you're just gonna have to take them for depth. You yep. know, they're gonna be worth a, definitely worth a pick and see what happens type of deal there. But at their spot in that ninth round, I'm taking Damian Harris over both. Damian Harris is, is available in the ninth round. I think I'm taking Connor over both in the ninth round. Yeah, I am too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I see Jamal Williams right there around their ADP. <laughs> I like Jamal Williams. Yeah, honestly, I'm taking. Well, Jamal I got to be careful there. I, I uh, but I do like Jamal There's, Williams. Jamal Williams has more upside than both of them to me. <laughs> no, I, mean, I think Zach Moss has good upside, man. There, he gets a bunch of rushing touchdowns. From, why is he going to get a bunch of rushing touchdowns though? Well, he, you know, this. they hand him the ball and he scores it. <laughs> <laughs> but they haven't handed him the ball. And he hasn't scored it. I know. And he's um, hurt. <laughs> all right. Again, let's talk about the tight ends and nothing Dawson to talk about. Yeah, it. Dawson Knox. He fucking sucks. Yeah, Every time I started him, defense does not seem to like to throw to the tight end. Not either. at all, bro. Their defense kind of wasn't that great last year. Um, no, yeah. So definitely draftable, I'd say. They're top 12, but I don't know. And now let's go to their wide receivers. Stefan Diggs is a beast. We've talked about him a lot. Um, obviously, uh, arguably, you know, can be wide receiver one by the Slipped end of the year. to me in the second round in that mock draft we did the other day. I almost did a fucking backflip. It was oh, awesome. Man. Josh Allen. Probably will never have it. It could. It could. It could. Josh Allen early 40 second. plus touchdowns, mm-hmm. and Stefan Diggs had eight. Though, yeah, he could score more. He could conceivably easily sure. score double digit. He could easily score 14 to 15. Um, and if he does that, he's wide receiver one. You're right, um, yeah. It's definitely in the, the range of outcomes. ADP, second round, first pick. Um, dude I had 127 it. receptions, 166 targets. Yeah, candidate to lead the league in targets. Not mm-hmm. a lot to talk about there, but E-Man Sanders, E-Man Sanders. is someone I have flipped script on. Yeah. He's John Brown from last year. No, bro, Cole Beasley. But better. If he, I... healthy, if he stays healthy, he has been dominating in camp, and they say him and, him and Josh Allen have this unbelievable connection. He also said that he's never seen someone – Throw a football the way Josh Allen throws. Yeah. He's never played, played with Pat Mahomes. With, this man has played with Hall of Famers his entire career. This, man, other, has, this man has played with prime Drew Brees. Prime I will tell you, yeah, prime Drew Brees. If right? I, Drew was slinging down the field when he played with him. If I were 36 years old and on my last leg and barely making getting picked up by a team, yeah. I would gas up the and getting outshined would, by Gabriel Davis. Yeah, I would um, gas up so the here's, franchise here's, quarterback. Here's, like, here's, no, yeah, here's the so, issue: is Gabriel Davis open camp as the number two receiver? Gabriel Davis is now the number three receiver. That's what I was. Gabe say Davis is, is a sleeper this year. Man. I got him <laughs> a bus. Uh, Dynasty team. I will take him in our draft because no one's going to take him. I understand what I like you're him. saying. What I'm but, the only way he's going to get on the field is if Sanders gets hurt, right? Yeah. Well, and the other which happens a lot. The other Bills receiver I want to mention, that's Cole Beasley. It's Cole Beasley. Bro. He's fucking nice. He's anti-vaxer. Cole Beasley is a PPR machine. Had 107 targets last year. That's right. Had 106 targets the year before. That's he's right. going to get 100 targets again this year. That's I mean, right. There's he no is. doubt. The only reason he's being slept on is because, eh, yeah, he's got some hot takes on Twitter, let's just yeah. say. Um, but, yeah, it, it, 967 Cole Beasley saved my life last year with Kenny Galladay out, bro. But man, and Cole is going late, boy. He's yeah. going late. He's one yeah, of he's the best values 14th right round now. ADP. My dog Gabe Davis, 16th, so not even getting drafted. Yeah. Um, in if PPR, you only go to 16. <laughs> in PPR, you can't go wrong with Cole Beasley. Yeah, always a safe, always a yeah. safe bet. Um, beautiful thing about Cole Beasley is at some point someone gets tired of him. And they drop him, and then he's a great waiver wire at mid-year because, again, he's going to get you 10 points a game. Yeah, he's uh, he was talking about it during his uh, questionable uh, rants on Twitter, which uh, this part is true. Why are they that, questionable? I'm well, just yeah, we won't. Yeah, exactly. He's got the questionable tag next to his name. He, yeah, we don't yeah. know if he's going to yeah. – uh, he said that the slot receiver is the most important part of the Bills' offense, the way that that, that offense runs. And I believe it, bro. Back-to-back years, 100 targets. That's pretty important. One, one could say he's hyping up his own value because 
<laughs> the team might not value. But the thing is, he's not going no, anywhere. He's That's, not wrong. He's not wrong I, imagine the t- it takes a decent quality of player to be as, we'll say, controversial, sure, without the team cutting bait or really even saying anything. Uh, but I think that Cole is really important to the offense. He is. He is super free. He can, um, if you're playing in a two flex, he's a perfect fourth flex. Uh, or, I'm sorry, second flex um, or fourth receiver. But yeah. I saw the other day, too, he was like eighth in like red zone targets for receivers. Josh Allen targeted him frequently down there, which was pretty interesting to me. I will have I Cole Beasley on my team. Um, but, yeah, Stephon Diggs locked and loaded. This is an extremely pass-heavy offense, so they can support support three guys, I think. No tight end, like we said. They're not throwing to the running backs. I mean, and yes, there's a I lot to love. I don't hate uh, King Luke's idea. Gabriel Davis in the you know 15th, 16th round as your last flyer receiver. Absolutely. Because of the offense he's tied to. Yep. If San- um, Like we said, Sanders, it, anything can happen. Yeah. And, and Davis last year scored nine touchdowns as a rookie. That's like means – or it could, be, it could have been eight, something like that. My dog Gabe Davis, man. Yep, very um, all right, uh, that'll do it for the AFC East. Now we're going to run through the NFC East really quickly. Um, There's nothing quick up what we're about to do. Let's start with the Dallas Cowgirls. <laughs> this is about to take some time. Big the fella. NFC East is a juicy one, baby. Our, so our Dak uh, Prescott, current Hard Knocks team. Yep, the Hard Knocks team. Dak Prescott is throwing shoulders. Can we talk about Hard Knocks real quick? I haven't watched it. I'm me not. Hard Knocks burnt me out years ago. Yeah, well, really? honestly, yeah, the, I'm slow-mo a huge clips, hard knocks the slow-mo clips, I like... Uh, so, whatever. to be honest with me, to me, it came across as, like, someone that made a Cowboys YouTube video, and it was, like, a 20-minute Cowboys YouTube video of them putting together, like, what they wanted you to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but my biggest takeaway from it, you got... Well, you didn't watch it, but Jerry Jones and the McGriddle. Yeah, he puts uh, salt on his dumped a McGriddle. mound of salt on his McGriddle. Man, rest in peace, my grandpa. That was his move, Trust bro. Me, my, my grandpa, grandpa would grandpa go to older people were big. Didn't your grandma put a lot of salt and shit? They like, got that's just like an old buds go to shit. Yeah. Yeah. taste buds. But yep. God, I don't want that. That to man's happen, running bro. a billion dollar organization. That's the difference between him yep, and my bro. grandma. When yep. he was, and <laughs> it just goes to show, man, money can't save everything, bro. Those <laughs> taste buds are not. <laughs> you can't save those bad boys. Honestly, when he started talking, he started crying. I was like, man. This guy, like, I feel bad for this guy. Like, he did. He goes, he'll he's do just, anything for it. Yeah, and he, and he, he's like, I, I know people call me naive, you know, because I, like, because he like always signs guys that are like, because he always looks, but he's like, at least I look at the world, you know, like not a negative, you know. I always think there's good in people, and mm-hmm. then he like starts like breaking down. I'm like, man, you, are, and he's like barely can talk, man. I'm like, dude, this guy's running Who's a franchise. This? Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones. Yeah, I, I, I really like him a lot. Actually, I don't. I really think he gets an unfair shake. People like to dog him, but I think yeah. he's a pretty good. No, guy. I did like that quote that he yeah, looks at the world. That, uh, you can call me naive, but at least I'm happy every day or the something. Oldest like. thing and the oldest thing is that people saying he's too involved. He's too involved, and I agree, he's too involved. However, if I was in his shoes and I owned an NFL team, you best believe I'd be I'd quarterback. Be mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I literally said that while I'd I was on the quarterback. <laughs> I go, There's a chance if I own my own team, I'm on the field on Sundays. I'm yeah. hiking the ball. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I can't really blame the guy. Especially for, if I own the uh, Dallas Cowboys. It's However, one of the most. Uh, the last time they won a Super Bowl, I wasn't even born yet. So. <laughs> the, the other thing on. Rough shit, Cowboys fans. Trying, 
God. What do you think about Mike McCartney's uh, Mike McCarthy's physical shape? Do you think that? Oh, he's... I just think that if you're at that point, I wouldn't want you as the hey, face what, of my franchise. What was that this, thing this on, is a nod uh, to Skip on his first take? Yeah, this was Skip Bayless yeah. and that <laughs> he girl? was criticizing. Not talking about that. Yeah, show, we'll be man. real quick. But he, what happened? Well, he just criticized Mike McCarthy's weight, and she he's said a, that's he's fucking fat. Yeah, but that's you don't do that on national TV. As, and that, that also, was, he just he was he was outright calling him like a fat slob. Like he was being so rude. And he said he wouldn't want that to be the head of his franchise. Yeah, someone should really let him know that the last uh, three Super Bowl winning head coaches were Bruce Arians, <laughs> yeah. Andy Reid, and Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly the models of the health, but hell of a football coach trio. Right? That's a like funny Bill's point. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid and uh, Bruce are the guys. Anyways, yeah, Dallas. I mean, so Zeke Elliott, I think, is Pat's like RB. If you could go beyond RB one, yeah, we won't talk good. much he, about this. He's my <laughs> RB zero. Yeah, he looks. I have shape. seen, yeah, the physique. In uh, crazy shape. <laughs> crazy and shape. He's there good. is a world where, come draft day, I'm taking him over Dalvin Cook. Yes. I'm going to say it again. Yes. I, I won't, but I might. Yeah, yes. one highlight in freaking preseason. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the other thing. He actually might not play. I do think it's good to think about these things, you know, not to just enter into your draft with the, the penciled in. That Ka- oh, Georgia McCaffrey doubt. Well, obviously McCaffrey. What's our probably. famous quote, man? Get your guys. Get your guys. Get yep, your guys. Be open-minded um, and... Yeah, but the who cares way, if you reach the way Jerry Jones talks about Zeke, the way Mike McCarthy talks about Zeke, him and Dak are boys. Like I didn't. I saw that on Hard Knocks. Yeah, I did see that clip that they're big, good, mm-hmm. good boys. Everything is works to everyone wonders why Pollard's not more involved. Watch the way Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy talk about Zeke. He is their unquestioned workhorse back. Pollard is literally just. A mere guy they drafted because you have to have a backup running. Dude, back. I'm taking him number. There's one. not a scenario in their head where Pollard is like a running back of the future. I truly believe that. Jerry Jones drools when he talks about Zeke. Mike McCarthy straight up said it like three or four times on it. Like, I just Zeke's great. Yep. Um, yeah, he's looks fucking fantastic. sick. He looks quick. He's going to be heavily involved in the passing game. Um. Do you yeah. know who this year's Chris Godwin and Calvin Ridley is? C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Yeah, let's he talk is, about the wide receivers because we already talked about Zeke a lot. Lamb so is that guy who is the number two receiver he's in a in super pass-heavy offense. You know he's going in the second round sometimes. That, I, yeah, that's where. So that's the thing. I've seen that's his ADP on a couple sites go as high as uh, wide receiver twelve. And yeah, my my criteria for people. my criteria for this year's Chris Godwin Calvin Ridley they have to be going third fourth round because that's where those guys went. Mm-hmm. I took Ridley third round last year. Chris Godwin, third year. Number two receiver, pass-happy offense, gold. Oh, and super talented also. That's important. Uh, if you can get Lamb in the third round, I love it. I think he's going to be better than Cooper by next year. I think by next year, Lamb, they'll be on the same team. Well, so why wouldn't you take Cooper if you think Cooper's going to be better this year? Well, I don't necessarily think that. That's the thing. Oh. But I'm just saying, like, I think by next year that's going to be that's going to happen. Not, not even a question, right? Anymore. Yeah, like we'll we'll see if their stats are close, you know, which they probably will be. Um, next year, Gallup's going to be gone too, but that's an aside. Um, yeah, Lamb's upside is like unlimited, bro. He, he last year he was just being used as a slot receiver, literally just being used as a slot receiver. This year they're moving him around all over the place. I mean, there's nothing not to love. Yeah, weirdly enough, they didn't even do one little excerpt of him on the hard knocks or like talk to him at all he just kind of was in a couple clips um jerry must have been like yo 
all that stuff with lamb <laughs> d- destroying our practices. Let's not Hot shit. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's really, yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, it's been, if you follow Cowboys beat reporters every day, it's just CD lamb destroying. Practice. No concern with Dak Prescott's arm. Definitely James? concerned. Yeah. yeah. I so, am concerned. I was just that. about to say that. Yep. I'm not gonna lie, the shoulder scares me a little bit. Did you see the Cowboys' weird tweet? Yeah, that was freaking not weird. concerned, not worried. So getting a second MRI. <laughs> the, he actually practiced yesterday. I heard, and he threw and did all everything. But they, after practice, they did an MRI on him. But mm-hmm. they like have to announce it, so it looks like he's hurt. But supposedly he was fine. Yeah, they and, say uh, he if was there was a game free, so. tomorrow, he could play. He'd play. So that is important. But it just that kind of gonna kill them week one. Well, you Dude, also, your throwing arm, bro. You kind of need that. And a when you couple bit. that in with coming off of the double surgery on the ankle right does like you know add up it starts to add up in your mind yeah, a and little bit he's practicing like two practices mm-hmm. so it's like dude you it definitely um in terms of figuring out where to draft Dak it it um that can be a tiebreaker sort of between yeah. him and sort of like Russell Wilson or something you know they but, have a 9 win total over under what do you think they're going to be a good team. I think they'll hit nine. Yeah, they're going to be a pretty good team because they've got a good O-line. They improved their defense to where it's not the worst in the entire league. It's still going to be pretty bad. But I think that – and they're in a division where the competition's Philly, Giants, and Washington. So That's you know, something to write home about. Right, yeah. I'd li- um, I think they'll go over nine. It's still up in the air, the, the division. So let's – we talked about CeeDee Lamb. Third-round pick's fine. He's going to be a stud. Uh, do we think Amari Cooper might be better, though? I, the I'm fine. There's a chance, certainly. I'm fine. Yeah. I have no issues. It's like Godwin Evans last year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me which one you take. Everyone's going to have their opinion. I know CeeDee Lamb's going to get the most hype right now. No issues with Cooper going before him, in my opinion. Cooper I will say I think Cooper is going to get more often than not the other team's best corner. Yeah, He's the more established guy. He's going to be playing the X receiver more often than Lamb. Like, so there is a little bit of that. But No, I, I, I do agree with you. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with taking Cooper, but I, I like – if Lamb's going late third, I like it a little more early to mid fourth for Cooper. I'm in love with that value for him. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Michael Gallup? Both of them as well kind of did survive somewhat without Dak. Oh, even that's it, true. Even though it didn't look great, Cooper especially. Cooper Lamb survived. finished as the PPR 22, I think. Yeah, and that's as a rookie too with, like you said, yep. only playing in the slot. So I do have faith that they both – Obviously, their value kind of takes a little bit of a hit, and it sucks that if you did take him in, like, the third, if Dak goes down. But they can survive. Now, Gallup's one that I believe that if Dak goes down, his value doesn't He's survive. toast, yeah. Um, Gallup is going super late, like 10th round, 11th round. I think he's totally worth a pick because there are games where even without an injury to Cooper or Lamb, he, he can produce. Yeah, he does. It's going to be game. tough to guess, and you're not going to want to start Gallup very often. But there's just a very clear path to him producing, I yep. think. And, again, it's like we talked about kind of that third receiver on the on the Bills. They're not – well, I mean, I guess technically they're on pace to actually crush what the Bills did last year in terms of passing. But good enough passing attack to where the third receiver can be valuable any any given week. Yep. And then they've got two tight ends. Dalton Schultz, tough. Blake Jarwin. Yes, I like Blake Jarwin was the sweetheart of last offseason. You remember, like, bro, he was almost everyone's favorite breakout tight end. Tore ACL first game of the season. <laughs> um, so that really sucks. However, it was early in the season. Too many mouths. He's recovered. So it's at least worth watching. But Luke is right. Dalton Schultz had a decent little season last year. and um, He's been apparently having a decent camp, too. It's going to be a tough one to figure out. But wait definitely few, be watching waiver wire like I was gonna say, after wait week a few one, weeks. I feel like, you know. Um, one of those guys is probably going to give you 
borderline, you know, like tight end two action. If you're streaming ability, streaming ability, right? Yeah. yeah the, the problem with drafting any Cowboys is they're not going to score week one. So that's the problem because <laughs> they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, <laughs> baby. Number one D in the league. Um, who else on Dallas could we talk about? So we got the tight ends. We got their three wideouts. Definitely um, don't want that defense. Holy shit. Definitely do not want their defense. Um, yeah. Kicker kicks indoors. I don't even know who it is. They've got Greg Zerline. Oh, they got I think he's Greg. banged up, right? I think he is hurt right now. If he's healthy, he's always a kicker to watch out for. Good offense. Plays he's got indoors, some range. Like Luke said. Yeah. Got good range. Yep. Um, All right. Let's, yeah, that's uh, probably it, though. Let's move on to the next team. Which one do you guys want to talk about next? How about Washington football team played last night? All right, Washington football team over under eight and a half wins. I think over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna Seventeen say games. Yeah. That, that defense. Yep. And yeah. I think Chase Young if, in the event that something happened with Fitzmagic, like if the Fitzmagic wore off, Tyler Haneke is at least solid. Did I, he look good last night? He looked decent. He looked I continue than, to like the way that he works in really? the pocket. And he, the way he like kind of will climb out of pressure and make runs out of off script. I kind of like. That a little bit, not, you know, um, we obviously want Fitzmagic to stay the starter. He was throwing a scary a lot. Yes. He was throwing a scary a lot. Um, he just didn't. He checked down, which was nice to see. Yep. Um, checked down twice backs. to, to um, um, Gibson. He That's was targeting scary Terry, but yeah, objectively, Heineke looked better. And I mean, Heineke did. We all are. No, sounds I, crazy to say, but you look at the historic Bucks run. The, def- uh, the run our defense went on last year, we played Patrick Mahomes, we played Aaron Rodgers, we played Drew Brees, and we played Taylor Heineke. Unironically, oh, yeah, he was the toughest. Dead serious, looked like the best quarterback out of them. <laughs> he was, the, oh, granted, we didn't have Devin White that game. But we didn't, which he is was, huge. He was the toughest competition yeah. the Bucks played, yeah. And I mean, yeah. he showed out again last night, so I hate... It so, would not surprise me if Heineke at some point at some comes point, in. Yeah, Fitzmagic has never finished, he's never been to the playoffs, he's never played a full 16 did game did you see what he said season. the other day? About the uh, the he said the two benching for two are really floored on. Oh right, really, like, yeah. Did a number on him, and I was like, man. And then I saw Taylor Heineke play, and I'm like, this feels like it's happening again. Like at some point, it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean, it's now nah, Fitzmagic Fitz is leading them to the offs this year, baby. Oh, that would be sweet. I, I mean, seven year for them. Um, I just wouldn't be surprised, you know. Like if yeah, if because yeah. Heineke's young and. But yeah, it's going to take a lot, you know, because they're going to want. I think that they do. They know they have a good team. And if we can just get this quarterback to, you know, play within himself. So what it will take is Fitzmagic going gunslinger and turning the ball. Yeah, a bunch being probably. detrimental to the to the yeah. team. But, you know, from last night, I liked um, – I liked – I both liked and didn't like what we saw from Gibson. You know, I would have preferred not to see McKissick and Barber in there. But at the same time, we still got two catches from Gibson. Uh, he was still getting all the early down work, and he looks good. He looks too. good. Gibson, I think, great second round pick. No, no toe hobble yep. Um, yep. from last year. And I, yes, I was. I have it confirmed from a very reliable source. Uh, my cousin, who's a Washington fan, said not to worry about his turf toe. That they, they apparently are not, yeah. you know, worried about that lingering. So. And they did put a lot of work into that O line too to kind of revamp their O line a little bit. A few uh, rookies coming in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Gibson locked in. He's he's in my top twelve RBs. I am a little bit scared of drafting. I, I like Logan Thomas's, um, you know, where he's going late. Okay, but I, I am a little worried that Fitzmagic can only – and Luke pointed this out when we were talking about McLaurin. With them adding um, Curtis Samuel, who's still out right now, I am a little worried that, like, there's only going to be one consistent passing guy a week. And I think that it's probably McLaurin more often than not. 
it makes me worry. I think Logan Thomas might have a scary floor, maybe week to week. And then you have the Adam Humphreys coming in. Adam Humphreys, they, they yes. They showed a rapport last night. Granted, again, Curtis Samuel not there, but they did show some rapport. He's going to play. We've heard the reports that they've been crushing in a camp together. Yep. Obviously, the Bucks connection. Humphreys um, is their starting slot receiver. But lo- that down the field play to Logan Thomas. It was pretty sweet. Got me excited for Logan Thomas. Yeah, him him as a talent is as fantastic. A dart throw. Yeah. And, Last year, my biggest problem with him is every time he touched it, he didn't do anything with the ball. But all these reports at camp are he is absolutely killing it. They had a rookie linebacker say the dude's a monster, mm-hmm. um, like an athletic freak. He's moving really well. Um, so I do have some hope just as a dart throw. He's going around. But he's, where not, he, he's not a dart throw because you have to take him in the he's going ninth around. round. Yeah, that's a dart throw Ten, to me. Tenth round. Nine, goes well, that, yeah, no, for me, I'm willing. That's a, that's a high pick on a tight end every, when, when you can well, get – for dart me, throws in the back For me, end. everyone after Andrews and Hawkinson is a dart throw. I consider Kyle Pitts a dart throw. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I, gonna, see your, I, gonna, I see the point, why though. Why are you going to, oh, my God, me? Well, Luke, you agree with that. Outside the top six, they're all dart throws. I mean, right? For the like, <laughs> Yes, so that's why I'm not drafting any tight end until, like, round 14 after that. Like, if I don't get one of the top six, I don't take one. Trust me, don't do that. But I think the last, that they're going to be two rounds. <laughs> well, in all the mocks I've been doing, though, I think that – Logan is in kind of that sweet spot. Like, he's going around, like, where Gesicki is going in a lot of the mocks. So, like, Logan Thomas, Bob Tanyan. They're in that range. Yeah, I can't take Bob Tanyan, man. I'll take Logan Thomas. Uh, Logan Thomas, Mike Gesicki. I don't really like Fitzpatrick's tight end. He he killed me with Gesicki last year. and. Um I don't want any of those fucking guys. But, yeah, I think if I I had to get – I think that um, it'll be McLaurin – and and him uh, in terms of receptions on the team, I, he'll he'll probably be second. In no Curtis Samuel. I mean, Curtis look, Samuel, I think, will get the yards, but he's get like a down. Look at points per game last year. You you got to take a TJ Hawk averaging nine points a game, eight point nine. And then you got Noah Fan at seven point four. You can get four rounds later. Jimmy Graham seven point four. John New seven point five. Tight ends, man. You can just wait on them. That is surprising that they've got the, Logan the going. Points like per that. game is so. Oh, I see how this is sorted. Yeah, this is because like look, Kittle's like way down there. Yeah, well, he only had ten points. Right, yeah, well, yeah. He had ten points a game, but he only played in so many games. Right. Yeah. I mean, so like, uh, here's another one. They're I'm taking close. Logan Thomas over probably Dallas Goddard right now because Dallas Goddard what still Dallas is competing with game? Zach Ertz. Oh yeah. Zach Ertz is not going anywhere. Limited, uh, you know, target or um, uh, pass attempts in the first place in that offense. <laughs> Man, Goddard was tight end two to start the year last year. He, he was twenty points. Dude, he was awesome. So and he is an awesome player, but I'm just saying, like, now what if Ertz, I'm, yeah. If I'm nitpicking, you Ertz know, Ertz was getting catches last night. Yep, Ertz was involved. Oh, wait, we'll talk about them. Yep, for sure. So, anyways, you know, I, I, I'm. That was a roundabout way of of me saying I think that McLaurin is going to be the only passing target who's truly consistent sure in that offense. Thing. Yeah. All right. I definitely can see that. Uh, defense is definitely worth drafting. Yeah. Um, who's uh, their kicker? I honestly don't know. Shit. Um, Dustin Hopkins still? I don't know. That might be years old. Um, But real quick before we move on to that, I mean, I guess J.D. McKissick's still worth the – if you are struggling with running backs, 14th, 15th, 16th round worth a shot that he still is enough – has enough passing game work that he's valuable. If you take Gibson, you got to take J.D. late. You can grab him super late, though. That's what's nice. Yep, agree. Yeah, you definitely don't have to take him anything more than one of your last positions. Not like a Pollard type of deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that'll do for the uh, almost said their uh, bad name uh, football team. So we will 
birds. One, two, you want to do the birds? Did they decide they on played the, last night. Let's the, the football birds. team being their name forever. No, I think they're going to announce it uh, uh, for next year. Next year, right? I actually yeah. like the name, the football team. Um, yeah, it's I good. think it just works. Yeah. I don't like it. No, I, I want to talk about the birds. Okay. The birds. I'm Philadelphia Eagles, six and a I'm half. not kidding you. Last night got me somewhat excited about the birds. Jalen Hurts looked good. Jalen made a couple you throws. It, Pat. Good. Pat, he looked good. Over the middle of the field, too, which yeah, is like, really, was really important. And Pat, he threw a dime Pat. out of the end zone. Yeah, really, dude, yeah. Did you guys say Pat, Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph looked good? <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Well, I'm just I trying did, to, they did, objectively. But he was playing against Steelers however, first team D. However, like, Jalen Hurts went three for seven. However, like three, three for them, seven? That's, yes. But that's three, awesome. But three of them three drops. were bad drops. Yes. Yeah. One of them was on the first drive. Yeah, because the receiver couldn't believe the ball. <laughs> yeah, it was there. It was Zach Ertz, which did not give me any sort of comfort Him writing level. the numbers. Any sort God. of comfort level on Zach Ertz, man. And then he goes, after he drops the ball and immediately takes his helmet off, and I see his hair, and I'm like, I will never yeah. touch you with 100 <laughs> His blonde hair. The blonde uh, But Jalen Hurts looked good. And like that, you mentioned that end zone play, Luke. Mm-hmm. The way Ross Tucker was talking about Sirianni and some of the things he's been saying and whatnot – this guy strikes me as a full-on YOLO year one type of coach. <laughs> Nothing is out the window. They, were, they literally had a play on their inch line. And the first play, he literally is in uh, four, four wide receivers Hell yeah. and throws a bomb down the field. Hell Love yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, I'm all in. I don't know how Quez Watkinson get to that one, but it was perfect in my opinion. Well, after seeing him torch that guy that guy's fast yeah i, I picked him up in, i picked him up on sleep that was great uh, uh they announced right away uh, ross tucker hit him with the he goes quez you know that man has a family right yeah <laughs> that was funny i was laughing when he said that i was like oh my god um, i wish Devonte smith weren't hurt i really really wish Devonte smith weren't hurt um yeah that sucks this makes me feel better about hurts but, seeing him last night yes i agree yep it's he had a it. nice run for six seven yards like he's moving uh, yeah. around well he's going through progressions yes uh, which was a nice thing to see versus last year on on one of i think it was that third down to Ertz. he went through about yeah. three progressions before he landed on earth hits him right in the numbers i think i i think i can say he's at least a better passer than daniel jones oh yeah <laughs> oh has, man that video we'll talk the, about them next the daniel jones a thousand uh, percent i no question <laughs> No question about it at all. <laughs> but, and, you know, the thing with Hertz is that all, all the stuff we talk about with him passing, it's the bar is so low, bro, with, with how, how he rushes the ball. Exactly. He doesn't have to be that good of a passer in order have to, to give you anything crazy. a slam dunk QB one season. You know what I mean? Like, he gets eight, 900 yards rushing. How bad a passer would he have to be to keep him from being a top QB? It would, he'd have to be horrific. And I just – I don't think he's that bad, you know? No. And if Devontae Smith can really, like, establish himself as a true number one, having a guy like that Quez Watkins that you can Take rotate, the top off, yeah. A guy like Greg Ward who's shown he can be a solid And my dog Travis receiver. Fulgham, bro. Travis, Travis Fulgham being good. a talent. He's good. Um, and <laughs> Travis Fulgham, he got asked uh, earlier last week about what happened last year after he was, like, dominating and all of a sudden just stopped playing. And they asked, like, did, some, did he get in the doghouse? Did something happen? So he goes, no. And he goes, Alshon came back. Oh, I remember and that. They asked a follow up question, and they go, so "What do you mean stupid. by that?" He goes, "Oh, right when he got right when he came back, they told me my spot's gone." And, and Alshon is not on the team him. right now. And it's like, so you just took a young kid who was balling, and just for no reason, you're just like, "Yeah, this spot was always the veterans. It's his." Alshon not on a team right now. Yeah, exactly. So. That shows you everything. So great move. Quick uh, has nothing to do with the show, but I have 11 percent left on my laptop, so we need to. Go pretty quick here. So Why would you say that? Go, <laughs> to the, go to the Giants. Hurry up. No, we need to finish the we Eagles finish real quick. Um, uh, Goddard had a nice catch downfield. 
I'm just uh, not. Ertz is still there, though. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's and, yeah. and Goddard's price right now, he's being drafted as if Ertz was not he there. He needs to be like 12th rounder. I'm all in on Hertz taking Hertz in fantasy. I really don't want a weapon from the Eagles offense. Okay. I will take Smith. I like that Smith's injury now has, yeah, has made it so back. that he's reasonable, and he's going to play week one. So. Um, but I just don't trust the weapons fully, and that goes as far as Miles Sanders. Running well, backs, I right? actually like that Sanders didn't play yesterday. That means he's the guy. Yeah, and he's he did not play. Weirdly point. enough, Jordan Howard was the number two, and then Boston Scott. So I thought Carry On would have made the team because they've been hyping him in camp a little bit. But yeah, my only thing with Miles Sanders is how bad the reports have been. And he's they're going to use. He's been dropping passes. Too, he's, been blo- like. he's been blowing protections. Also, Jordan. You don't not play the guy if he's not the guy, though. Jordan Howard was outstanding in pass protection. <laughs> yeah, he was. He that one dude, he lit up. That one guy. But he had guy, three or yeah. four like very nice blitz pickups. Yep. Um, so that could be hurtful to the third down. You know they like to use Boston Scott, too. Um, I love Kenny Gainwell, a fourth-round rookie they have. Um, they, for whatever reason, he chose number 14. Um, he's off my fantasy radar for the year <laughs> entirely. He looks ridiculous in that attire. But he got usage. I saw they, he, they, he was on he the did. field a decent he looked, amount. He looked quick. He looked, he looked nice. Um. Defense, but, I don't know. I don't think it'll be that good for Eagles. Uh, and then their kicker, Jake Elliott, made like everything. He was draining them yeah. from deep, so he might be back. I'm not sure. Anyone else you wanted? You had something to say? Real no, quick? Uh, I think that um, Hertz still going in the teens, right? Or te- past, past round ten, correct? I mean, as long as he's past there, I'm all good with that. He's, yeah, there's a, there's a chance he's that. You know? He does exactly. Yeah, we talked the late round. He's got a case quarterback. To be that he guy. at least has a case. Yes. Yeah. And again, with what I saw from Sirianni calling the plays, I'm liking it. They didn't hold anything back. They look like they're going to be aggressive. No. Yeah. He looked like an aggressive coach. It, and I it like looks them. like someone that's like, what's the worst thing that happens? I'm not going to get fired. The guy's like, only he only has been coaching for like, like eight or nine years. Yeah. I said, mm-hmm. um, and got a head coaching job. I don't know how the hell that happened, but <laughs> the guy looks like he has no fear in the world. So I'm all in. Nice. All right. Um, all right. Let's talk about the New York Giants really quickly. Um, Saquon, we know, isn't going to play into in any of the preseason games. We'll have to wait and see on him. Daniel Jones is horrible. I found that clip my is new bad. Adam Gase and Matt Patricia, and I am so happy about it. <laughs> I've been waiting, and it just pairs perfectly with the Daniel Jones. Joe Judge no, is a clown. No. He's a he good. He is a clown. I think he's a clown, bro. Half. People think he's good. Well, they are going to rest Daniel Jones in the preseason. And you know why. And you know why. They're resting him because they know he's both going to get killed and look like shit. And yeah. look terrible. And they're too embarrassed. It's like, really, yeah, it's tough, bro. That is not, that is. He's yeah. not fantasy worthy. You, you can't, you there's not, you know, Daniel we always Jones. try to make a case. We'll make a case for anyone. I just made a screaming case for Tua Tagovailoa. There is no case for Daniel Jones. Yes, there is. He's sick. No, uh, there is no case. He is a horrible player. He, turns <laughs> the ball. he is every downside of Jameis Winston without any of the upside. Without the upside. Other than I'm the serious. fact that maybe he could break an 80-yard run. I mean, yeah. this That's team really one. doesn't have any type of real fantasy player I want other than Saquon. Um, I do have one Kenny guy. G? Yes. Wait, wait, we'll re- Mickle, didn't you have a, a tweet you wanted to share with the kingdom about their offensive line struggles? Oh, shit, yeah. Well, this is just – yeah, they're they they, they they're so down on the O-line. They have so little depth that they had their assistant coach on the offensive line playing guard in practice. Oh, and lordy. Because they have no depth there. So, like, you know, whatever, maybe their starters are solid, but as soon as one guy it's, – it's over. I do want to say, though, I do think that a former friend of Patrick named Sterling Shepard is being slept on. Here's the thing. Sterling Shepard always gets targets. Always. He, I, there, I wish I'll bring the stat with me to next week's episode. 
always gets targets for the last two years. He, Kenny Galladay's hurt. Daniel Jones, even when he was bad last year, was still able to get the ball to um, Sterling Shepard because he, he's just always open. He's short game, intermediate. He's beyond free in drafts right now, and I think he has true flex upside. No, he has no uh, exciting ceiling at all, but I think he has flex upside as a high target guy, honestly. I mean, who else do they got? Kenny G is not like a high target guy. He's, we'll throw him a couple bombs, and cool, maybe it'll work out. They yeah. drafted Tony, Kadarius Tony. Just Did you see that stat, bro? He has had a horrific camp. He yeah. just scored his first touchdown in, in practice the other day. Wow. Like yeah. since training camp started, he hasn't scored at all, in, even in practice. Say not good. I know. Well, so, but that's just to say that Sterling Shepard's the veteran. He's going to be starting. I think that he's a decent value as a, a kind of flex yeah. Up you side. saw him drafting Sterling. That was nice. Um, <laughs> any interest in Evan Ingram? Uh, no, because he's fucking uh, ass titties. Dude. The thing was, with Evan Ingram, bro, is that they use him so dumb, and that, and then also they picked up Kyle Rudolph this yeah. off season. So. Didn't he have a I, bunch of drops last year? Yes, yeah, that did. too. On top of them not using him the right way, Ingram didn't make the most of his opportunities. And, and getting, so it's just being a banged up player. A banged up player. It, you know, he hasn't. So I always would say this about Hunter Henry not doing anything since his rookie year. Unfortunately, Ingram is getting to be that case where he hasn't mm-hmm. done anything since his rookie year. Um, yeah, they, they're just not going to be. Oh, gosh, I, I don't want to bury him because I, here's why. Because with because Kyle Rudolph, draft well, no, but because with Kyle Rudolph, maybe they they're thinking, all right, we're going to use Rudolph, sort of like Patriots with Hunter Henry, Johnu. You know, we're going to use um, him as the traditional inline tight end to block, and then we're going to use Ingram more creatively. Try and get him. It's just that what does that actually amount to in the Giants' offense? You know, that, like, that's the thing. It's it's less on the player and it's more on the offense and the the guy throwing him the ball yeah so i guess i'm, um, I'm pretty much out on everyone yeah, besides sterling shepherd <laughs> um one last note on just dogging the giants again um jason garrett is also a yes um, a little clown yeah well, although yeah. i did see he got kind it's, of a tough break on that cat on that thing i saw that it's coach yeah i saw though there was some weird con- contextual thing around that but it, it sounds like we're ready to wrap this bad um, boy up yeah but yeah I, I did see uh do you see who joe oh man yeah we can wrap it up yeah let's just wrap it the up coach we'll... that joked about it uh i think it was ron rivera he goes he goes, it's coach. And then he goes, just kidding, guys, I'm wrong. <laughs> All right, wrap it up, uh, Pat, for us. And that was this week's episode. That was the longest. I'm tired. Yeah. How long was that? An hour and a half. I don't care. Hell yeah. And look at us fighting for the people. That was this week's episode. We went through the divisions, the NFC East and the AFC East. Don't forget to find us on Google Play Store, Spotify. Not leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. DM us any questions. We'll read them live on the air for you. We're moving up the episodes to multiple a week as drafts approach. Until next time, take it easy, Kings. See you.